Hello and welcome back to Tea with Friends. It is episode 15. This week, I'm talking to my mummy. The majority of people on the island I grew up on refer to their parents as mummy and daddy, no matter how old they are, which you will notice in this episode. It may be weird to a British or other nationality era, but it isn't weird to a Bahamian one. Obviously, my mum's name isn't mummy to the rest of the world, so you can be introduced to her as Barbara. I hope you enjoy our chat. It isn't actually morning for me anymore. I imagine not, but it is you for me. Look, it's quite early in the morning. You look quite quite fresh and ready. And Well, I don't feel fresh <laughs> and ready. Well, no. But I'm glad I look fresh and ready. I'm feeling, I'm feeling fairly fresh and ready this morning. I was going to yeah. say it's afternoon for me, and I feel like I feel a lot less fresh and ready than you look. Well, I've been for a walk. Oh, very nice. So that was wonderful. And I had some really incredible stuff happen yesterday evening. So, yeah. So it was really weird. What did you have happen? Well, we had the um, power go out twice. Now, you know and I know that that happens all the time. But it was about 9.30 and I just felt a dip. I was watching TV. I felt a dip. And I thought, oh, no. A dip in the power. So anyway. And so, yeah, because, and so I knew what was going to happen. So when it did happen a minute later, I wasn't really surprised. But anyway, so then it's complete darkness. Fortunately, I had my phone and um, and so I put the torch flashlight (laughs) on. And so, but then I heard this awful sound, like something definitely in the house. And I, and of course I'm on my own, right? So I went to the the uh, doors and close the doors right in the tv yeah. room and and i thought what on earth is that and then and then i heard something else again like like strange movement right and i thought oh goodness and then i heard like as if somebody fell over oh, no. something bumped into something anyway that was like for a couple of minutes and i was like what am i going to do and then in the end i just thought i'm not putting up with this it's funny isn't it how i thought Whatever this is, I need to know. I am not Karen behind this yeah. door, right? And then I opened the doors. And guess what it was in the end? Yeah. It was so funny. It was my robot. That <laughs> 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 started up on its own and was bumping into things. <laughs> but it was just so, because obviously I suppose it's a new yeah. one. And, and the old one has never done that. So it, it was never a thought. But, oh, I just fell apart. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say it was an animal or something. <laughs> yeah, so it was going to die. I mean, I, I thought, this is ridiculous. I thought there's no there's no noise. There's no, you know, there's no, no speaking. There's no sound yeah. except for the movement sound. I thought, what on earth is it? And I just thought, Barbara, you just get out there and find out what it is. <laughs> March out there, <laughs> ready, ready to do business. Right, it's a stupid. 
Anyway, so I had to pick it oh, up. Goodness. Just like a cat. <laughs> I had to pick it up, take it into the bedroom, right, and, and leave it uncharged because I thought I can't have it starting yeah, up again in the middle of the night. Right? So it's still off. It, it, so it hasn't done its trek this morning. <laughs> but it, it normally does um, about five past eight in the morning. It, it starts. I didn't program it. It was obviously programmed okay. that way. But I thought, mm, that's not oh, a bad yeah. idea. So it does its little thing. I'm very happy with it. Apart from the fact that it starts <laughs> up with the power goes up. Anyway, life on Long Island. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I I thought it was going to be, well, we have, you know, there are sunflowers. We've grown two massive sunflowers out the front of our house. Well, in the wind yeah. last week, they got knocked down. And one Aww. of them, the seeds have almost dried. So I brought that into the house and the girls are harvesting them. And, okay. and the other one, I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to put it out for the birds. So we had a squirrel sitting on the tree that I'd put it in, eating all of the, the seeds. And the girls were, you know, watching him and everything like that. And he went through about half of the seeds this morning. So it's definitely full but then I thought because I usually leave we have a side window that I usually leave open and the other sunflower is sitting quite near that and I thought I need to close <laughs> that window because once he's finished with that you just know he's gonna look for another one and then I'm gonna yeah, have a squirrel yeah. in my house <laughs> like yeah. and you can't get rid of it yeah and they're terrible well yeah to get rid of them. because yeah my eldest was saying what does it matter if the squirrel comes in the house I was like they're not little kids they're wild animals you know <laughs> They're not nutkin. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you see, that's the trouble. We spend all our time giving them little children's books with animals in them, cute little animals. Yeah. And then they expect any animal to be exactly like that. I actually went into looking about um, Sydney Chaplin, where I used okay. to work. And there's this whole thing about, you know, join the Sydney Chaplin old pupils and old teachers. Mr. Pegram is on it. He was my head of department. And then there's a Mr. Machen, who was a, a, a very much, I mean, an old guy. So I'll never forget this child who was in my class at the time. He And he was a lovely child, but he was naughty. Okay. He was really, really naughty. But he was naughty, not bad. And he went under Mr. Machen's desk, I'll never forget, and he tied his shoelaces <laughs> together. <laughs> Mr. Machen got up. <laughs> I think he didn't fall over or anything. But it was just so funny because I was just like I had to deal with okay. him. And it was it was it was so hard for me not to yeah, laugh I can imagine. about it. It was anyway, it just reminded me of that. I brought back some good memories, so that was that was nice. Yeah. I think that must be one of the things that makes you quite a good like secondary school teacher though. The fact that you think you find it hard not to laugh at things like that because you're like, actually, that is funny. Yeah, you shouldn't well, do it, but it is really funny. <laughs> like yeah, the rapport. Well, I... I get, I get it. You shouldn't do it, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Perhaps it is. I don't know. I, I I don't know that everybody would say that I was a good secondary school teacher, but I certainly liked I it. You enjoy it. You enjoyed it. And I certainly missed it. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we were, when you just retired and um, there was a secondary school where I used to live and we were walking down the street and you got quite tearful walking past them because you were like, I miss it so much. I, 
to say. Yeah, I miss the I miss the students. Well, they're so sort of energetic and full of life and, you know, looking forward to the future. And then you sit with old people and all we talk about is our aches and pains and, <laughs> and bad children. <laughs> so, you know, I think it, it was it's good. It was good for me. Yeah. And every time I meet young people now, I, I, I still love it. I really do love it when they're that sort of age because... That sort of age is exciting. Yeah. You have the whole world in front of you, you know, or you hope that you do. Yeah. I just feel desperate for. Oh, it's started <laughs> <Robert died> again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's five past eight. It starts okay. every morning. I have to turn it off now to okay. stop it going. Otherwise, then I put up with it the whole time. So you were talking about where you worked before you moved to the Bahamas. When yeah, when did you move? Oh goodness, do I remember? Yes, it was eighty three. I actually went out in eighty two. Daddy went out in eighty two. I came out at Christmas okay. in eighty two, and then I actually started work on the 3rd of January, 1983. Now, the reason I remember that is because when they first paid me, which took about three months, yeah. you know, in those days, it was it was quite ridiculous. Everything took forever. So they paid me after about three months, and it didn't seem to be as much as it should have been. Okay. And, that, and I only got my salary slip at the same time, I think. I, I don't even... I don't even think I got all of them one time. I got like just the first one. But anyway, they'd taken two days off. Oh my goodness. Because <laughs> I started on the third. <laughs> even though there wasn't any school on the first and second. <laughs> and even though I'd been in the country <laughs> since um, the 20, something like the 23rd of December. So it was, it, it just was like, I, it just made me laugh really. I mean, you know, we almost went to Liberia. Okay. Yeah, we looked at, I mean, we looked at all, you know, all around the world. and But there was a coup there okay. just after we would have gone. So thank goodness we didn't end up there. But, you know, he just wanted to do something before we settled down, yeah. as it were. So the plan was to go somewhere for three years and then to, to come back. So I really wasn't that keen okay. on, on moving. Not because I didn't want to move. I mean, I was quite keen on sort of the idea of doing something different. But because I knew it would be much more difficult for me to get back into teaching, yeah. or I thought it would be. So, and, and also, I was doing quite well. I'd already been promoted. And I knew that I'd been promoted because of me rather than what I looked like on paper. I was head of history and deputy head of, of the second year. So, you know, I, I'd done fairly well. I was very, very happy there. What yeah. did you need to, like, what arrangements, what things were necessary to pack up and move to a different country? Well, the worst thing for me was the cat. Okay. We, we had a cat called Muad'Dib, Dibby. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we'd found, well, actually, somebody else had found him in the gutter in some London street, brought him into this pub where we were and, and said, look, look at this. And, you know, it's poor little shaking kid. And you know what I'm like. So, <laughs> so like, nobody you had else would take it. <laughs> so I had a cat, yeah. Anyway, he was lovely. He used to walk on a lead because I'd never had a cat okay. before, only dogs, <laughs> right? So I put a lead on him when he was a tiny little kitten, you know, and 
yeah, he walked around on a lead. We took him all the way to Wales to meet some of Daddy's family. Okay. And and when we used to get out, you know, out after a certain amount of driving, we'd get out into a little high street or something, and people would come up and say, "I can't believe that! I've never seen a cat lead." lead <laughs> anyway, eventually, I arranged for him to go with a colleague. Okay. She lives on a farm, so you know she had other cats, but. She, you know, she was good with him and I knew that he would be happy there. But in the event, he yeah. got run over a week before I left. Very, very sad. But anyway, at least it was, you know, I didn't have to, I had, didn't have to leave yeah. him because he'd already left me. So, yeah. Um, so, and then the other thing was we wanted to rent the house. We decided to rent the house because we realised that house prices in London were rising and rising and rising even as we you know were leaving and we just decided that we'd put it on rent so that when we came back which was our firm intention we had somewhere to live because we didn't think we'd be able to afford anywhere otherwise because you were refurbishing the house at the time weren't you yes yeah and daddy of course was doing most of it well I was doing all of it and, and lots of it had been done but some of it hadn't been finished when he had to go you know it's just like he ran out of time and so I had to do (laughs) the rest of it and then my dad came to help me bless him and you know I mean you do forget I mean it's like you forget now how old I am and I forgot how old he was and I wanted him to go up in the loft and do this and do that and he was supposed to be insulating the whole loft you see and in the area above the bathroom, you'll remember Brunel Road, it was very, very low. The ceiling was very, very low. And he, I kept getting home every day from work and saying, you know, well, Dad, what have you been doing all day, right? And then he'd expect me to okay. cook for him because he was a man of yeah. his time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I needed to have food for him. And I was like, you've been home all day. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, yeah, I guess, I, you know, that, that's the thing time does change anyway eventually he admitted to me that he was scared because it was so low crawling into the the space yeah because he you know he'd been in world war ii and he'd been on boats and i yeah there was definitely something to do with that so in the end i had to do it i had to crawl into the space because of course you know in those days i didn't hear anything but you know he was like oh i'm so sorry but i'd be sorry you know i mean like it was so funny because it you know, it just showed how men were yeah. in those days. He couldn't tell me. He was just hoping that, that you could forget that he had to do it. Yeah, yeah. Bless him. And of course, yeah. you know me, relentless. <laughs> Why hasn't it been done? <laughs> okay, no, I, I can't be out all day and you haven't done anything. You know, you've been sitting there. <laughs> so, yeah, poor dad. And he was a darling. He really helped me like crazy. And, you know... Mum actually called me up and asked me why I wasn't Okay. <laughs> it's so funny because you always think of Grammy, don't you, as being quite sort of feisty and doing yeah. nothing. But, you know, she, they, they definitely knew what their chores were in yeah. those days. This is what a good wife does and a good daughter does. This is what a good husband and father does. Well, that's yeah. what I remember her saying, oh, when you, um, when you make Steve's lunches, for when he goes out to work and I was like I don't make his lunches <laughs> she's like what do you mean <laughs> I know I go out to work he goes out Lost to work we make it like we make our own lunches 
yeah. yeah. It was really funny. So what was it like then when you got to the Bahamas, the new country? What did you think? Well, of course, you know, you, you think the Bahamas. What do you think? Right? You think lots of golden beaches, lots of palm trees, and you assume all the people will be black, right? But then you get there and what do you find? You find that, you know, where we used to live in mangrove bush, you know, between mangrove bush and Cartwrights, right, Degman's Key area, that in fact there are no beaches in that yeah. area, right, in the, in the you know, very, very close area. Uh, there were no palm trees. Now, it's really funny. I've had talks with people about that because they said there have always been palm trees here. And I said, no, not the tall ones. Now, whether they've been taken out by, you know, yeah. a storm or something, I don't know, because palm trees don't usually, do they get taken out? But there were no palm okay. trees. I mean, there were an, there was an occasional palm tree, but not really very much. It was just like bush and what I would think of as swamp until I knew okay. better, right, the sound. Yeah. And, and, of course, you know, where we were, people were whiter than us, right? No, and it it was about the most racially mixed place in the world, which was lovely, you know, is lovely. I, you know, I just think, yeah, everybody gets, you know, just Long Islanders. I thought it was quite a compliment when I moved north. And, you know, one of the boys said to me or said to his friend, that's one white woman from the south. I thought, well, at least he doesn't think I'm (laughs) (laughs) What was different about it? I mean, Um, uh, well, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven as far as teaching is concerned, because, you know, at Sydney Chaplin, because it was East End of London, it was it was quite tough. It really was quite tough. I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved the students, but it was tough. Okay, right. So I so I went so I got to the Bahamas and of course, daddy was already there, had already been in the school. Everybody was super nice to me, you know, um, but because we had huge classes, like I had, well, what I would call a huge class now, like 35 students, you know, and we worked all the time. We had, I think we had three periods a week off and that was three 40 minute periods. But, you know, for the most part, you went in, you taught the kid, right? They were respectful and you came out again. You really felt that you'd, you know, you'd actually taught something. You hadn't spent half of your life saying, be quiet and yeah. sit down. No. So that, yeah, it was, it was quite, quite different. Not that, you know, there weren't, I mean, kids are kids wherever yeah. they are, right? So you'd get some that, you know, would always try to push the limits of what they were allowed to do. But the limits were pretty pretty constrained and everybody did everybody had a natural respect for older yeah. people i mean and you know i mean you will know that you wouldn't dream would you have ever been rude no, to anybody yeah. what was the island like back then oh i mean like there were well of course there was no electricity and there was no phone very few people had cars so that's why you know it was you were really confined to your area the road was absolutely awful it was potholed you know just between, yeah, between Clarence Town, which is the, the capital, and Salt Pond, which would be a journey now of about 15 to 20 minutes, would have taken three hours wow. because you'd gone up and down. And, you know, they'd say, oh, which side, people would ask me, which side of the road do people <laughs> drive on? <laughs> I would just say, the good yeah. side. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was, I mean, it, it was quite, quite different. Um, we, we had a generator, uh, which was mm. lucky. We shared a generator with the man who um, and his family, who the, the school had been called after, MGM Major. Uh, they lived next door, and so we shared their generator. But the generator was only on from dark till 10 o'clock. We organised for it to continue to 11, but then we switched okay. it off. We switched it off with a, a little switch in the house okay. in those days. Uh, yeah, and then Daddy rigged up a 12-volt system so that we could have fans yeah, at night. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, and lights at night. You know, yeah, so, yes, because you had... A, a small little fan and she had a small little fan over your that bed was like white noise i needed the either the sound of the generator or the sound of the fan to go to sleep yeah 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 that's amazing really isn't it i remember that when we came back to england and you couldn't get to sleep because it was yeah, light yeah you know that was that was very very difficult so yeah it was really hot you would sit and sweat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have didn't have to move and so but of course we were young yeah you know and so when you're young it's and then we got a boat I was gonna say how did started. you go to the beach because if it took that long to get to the, the closest beach would you go there that often or was it that you just went out on the boat um I'm, I'm just trying to think I mean we did every weekend we would go out we would you know, go to the beach somewhere. And I used to go to the beach um, with, you know, some people that I got friendly with. But it wasn't as often as we might like. And, you know, and driving to the beach was quite difficult in those days. So, yeah, we got we got a boat. And, of course, in those days, the only reason you went out on a boat was to fish. Yeah. And, of course, I didn't like fishing. Yeah. I, I do remember going out with Daddy once on his birthday because he didn't have anybody to go fishing with. And so I said I would operate for him. And I just couldn't because as soon as, you know what I'm like, as soon as the um, the boat stayed still, I'm starting to feel <laughs> ill. I, mean, I never did get over that, never. And, and operating so, yeah, for someone at the best of times is rough on both people. Yeah. So I can imagine if yeah. you were feeling ill, that wasn't a great day. Yeah. And I pro- and I probably would have killed your father, <laughs> run him down or something. <laughs> anyway, we, we we gave it up. But he, you know, he would go out fishing with people, yeah. and then we would go out, you know, just the two of us. Oh, we'd go out with other people in the boat. Yeah, so that was fun. We used to put you underneath the bow, and you just it would be bam, 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 and you would. You'd be perfectly happy down there. You know, we'd put some yeah. sort of some comforting things down there. You know, so are you pleased you moved to the Bahamas? Yeah. Oh, I mean, is is I th- I mean, like I don't think I would have given this up if if you said to me now. Of course, I wouldn't have known how wonderful it was, and it's been wonderful in so many ways. I mean, it really is a paradise, isn't it? Mm. I mean, yeah. you know that it's absolutely beautiful and and as i've said to you many times you know it, it doesn't matter how bad you're feeling about life the universe and everything yeah. you go outside and you see the glory of the ocean and you see the sun shining yeah. on it and you see the beautiful green and you know the cool breeze and you just think smarten up yeah. <laughs> you are living in paradise what have you got to complain exactly. about you know yeah. so yeah and 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 you know i mean 
the difficulty is, I suppose, that when you come out of your own culture, you're never going to entirely fit into another culture. Yeah. So, you know, no matter how long I'm here, I I am still different. Yeah. Um, you know, which which is sometimes has it, its advantages. But um, but yeah, it 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 is nice to be in England. I when I'm in England and people you know just speak to me on the bus and things like that, I think, you know. Oh, that's that's so nice, and, and you have a shared experience still. Here, it isn't it, it isn't quite the same. Although, I mean, because it's a small island and you know everybody, mm. when you go out, yeah. there's lots of people to talk to. Yeah, but yeah, so it's I guess it's always like swings and roundabouts. You know, as you get older, the most important things in your life are people. Yeah. I don't know, people and places, because I just love it here. I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm on my own at the moment. But I just, like, I look round and I think, yeah, I'm just happy. Yeah. I sometimes get a little lonely. Yeah. But that's, you know, but I am happy, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for talking to me. Well, if you can't use any of it, that would be fine, because I just enjoy it. Well, it is an enjoyable experience. Everyone (laughs) says it. (laughs) It's true. It is nice. It's just you know, it, it's it's funny because you don't usually talk about anything. Do no, you? you usually just talk. Yeah, right. or relay, especially when it's family, like Hugh and I were saying when we chatted. You just talk, yeah. catch up on all the family admin mm-hmm. and stuff like that that you need to. Okay, okay darling. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. hands down one of my favorite people which is always good to hear right although i have to say listening to our chat again and again for editing did make me a bit homesick thank you all so much for listening as always it's brilliant to know that you're enjoying our episodes and if you'd like to get in touch you can do that using the contact details in the episode description it's at twith friends podcast on facebook or Instagram, or twithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. We've got some lovely reviews, so thank you to everyone who's done that. And until next time, my friends, in two weeks' time, I hope your weeks bring you joy. Bye!